Welcome back. It's your host Rob Morris. Listen to the Rims and Nets podcast, segment two, episode thirty-five. All right, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna get into the all-state teams for all the states in the New England area. Like I said in the beginning of the show, it's gonna be five players each on each each team from pretty much all five positions, all your traditional five positions. And I guess it's pretty it's pretty much gonna be Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Rhode Island. So all in that order. So we're gonna start with Connecticut, which is probably the most competitive state overall talent wise so we'll start with them uh let's start with the center position i thought this kid was impressive all year long um he plays for bristol central his name is donovan well forgive me if i can't pronounce this donovan klingen um he's seven foot one two fifty five very good size. He's only a sophomore, by the way. But he's already eclipsed a thousand points in his career already. Um he's just he's just bigger than everybody else. I mean the guy is huge. I mean I looked at his footage uh the other day and I'm just like, alright, this kid is just bigger than everyone else. He's just of course he's gonna dominate out there. Um they have um in a few other recruiting sites, they had him 6'11", 6'10". I'm like, no, he's definitely well over seven feet tall. And my guess he's around seven feet tall, seven foot one. Um, but I'm just saying there's all, you know, it's pretty much varied. They don't really know uh, much about this guy, but this guy has a really high ceiling to be a really good center um, down the road. I think, you know, he's still young right now. Uh, next year he'll be, be be a junior, so I think you know he'll get a lot more attention. He's already got a a a, a good amount of offers already. I think he has like well over ten offers already as a sophomore. I think Syracuse is looking at him. A lot of big name uh, D one schools are looking at him, um, particularly in the ACC as well as um, the local schools uh, that are also looking at him as well. So. He's got his pick of the litter or where he could go. And still, he's only a junior, so who knows coming into next year. So who knows how, if that will even grow double than what it is right now. Probably, you know, knocking the door with other, you know, bigger top-end schools. Particularly in, obviously, the ACC as well as the SEC as well as the local schools. So I just think with him... Is, you know, be, being as young as he is to do what he's doing, he's averaging 23 points per game this year, 16 rebounds per game, averaging six and a half blocks. I mean, that's impressive for just a sophomore to do that. I don't care how big you are. I mean, a lot of guys are just not coordinated at that size or, or really understand, you know, what their body can do. And, you know, some guys are, you know, not, like I said, are not, they don't move that well either, laterally. I don't think he really moves 
extreme. I don't think he's. His, I mean, he moves well enough for his size, but I mean, I'm not saying he's gonna be. He's gonna gonna be a factor defensively, you know, on the pick and roll. I just think that's still gonna be a problem for a lot of these big guys, particularly when we play against higher level competition and more athletic teams. But I think his size is obviously going to make an impact either way, whether it's in college or, you know, who knows if he can make it to the NBA. But as of right now, he's definitely a guy that's going to be looked at a lot to play in uh, major D1 colleges. So as a sophomore, this looks like a good start for him already. But I'll be my only concern about him. He plays in... I believe he does not play in the Division One or Division Two level in Connecticut, so he doesn't play at the highest of highest levels. So that's probably the only question about him. But his size is ridiculous, and there's still a lot of teams look at him regardless. So that's my pick at center for Connecticut. Um, at the four spot, I have I have Mac Etn. Um, he's 6'10", 245. He's definitely been a guy that's been a high riser. Wasn't on the radar coming into this year. He's had a strong year. He's playing for, uh, I believe he was, I wasn't able to get his school down. But he is definitely highly regarded as he won the Gatorade Player of the Year for the state of Connecticut. Um, he's averaging 15 points per game, 13 rebounds per game, four blocks per game. A super athletic player. Oh, yeah, he plays for Suff- uh, Sheffield Academy in Connecticut. So good statistics, double-double machine, super athletic, can play on both ends of the floor. Um, I believe he's a senior, so... I wasn't able to get his recruitment or where he's going, but a lot of schools are looking at him. You know, I believe he'll be going to a major D1 school. I mean, to win the Gatorade Player of the Year in Connecticut is definitely something. Um, As you remember, um, one of the UMass players, I believe, won the Connecticut Player of the Year last year. And he's doing really good for UMass uh, so far this year, so... Just I'm not able to uh, find his name, but let's see if I can find it real quick. Just give me a sec. Yeah, he played for UMass this year. So... Trey Mitchell. So Trey Mitchell won it last year in Connecticut. So Mac Etienne's pretty much following in his footsteps. I'm pretty sure with that size that he has, 6'10", 245, I mean. Plus he's played at high-level competition, played in the Nike EYBL. I think he played for the PSA Cardinals in the Nike EYBL tournament uh, last summer. So definitely experienced, plays against good competition, as well as plays in pretty good competition in the NEPSAC. 
So I think he definitely should get a lot of recommendation or excuse me, recognition to be playing on a high level D1 school next year. Let's see if I can look it up what what school he might be recruited to. I believe he's committed to somewhere. I just got to look it up real quick. Well, actually, he's a, excuse me. He's not a he's not a um, senior. He's a junior. He's going to be in class two thousand twenty one. But he has a lot of offers. He gets, he just got an offer from Kansas. So this kid is going to be pretty special, man. You got to look out for him for next year's uh um my top one hundred for next year. He'll probably be on there in the top of the list. He's a four star recruit right now. He's got offers from Connecticut, Arizona State, Iowa, Illinois. He's got 18 offers right now, according to uh, 247 Sports. So, look out for Mac ATN for next year. Might have a big year next year. Um, here goes another junior that will wound up the three spot for Connecticut. Um, his name is Mason Jackson. He plays for the undefeated. Northwich Free Academy squad that pretty much was a favorite to probably do well in that Connecticut tournament. I think they were like a number one seed or a number two seed coming into that all, that state tournament that, you know, just obviously got canceled for the coronavirus. But Mason Jackson had a strong year, pretty athletic, a two-way player, a slasher, um, can shoot a little bit as well. So I just think with Mason, uh, Mason, he's just um, he's just got to get stronger. I, he's a, he's a little slim. He's six five, one sixty. So he's got to get a little stronger if he wants to get more attention from D one schools coming into his senior year. So if he can get a little stronger, I think he'll have a big year coming into next year. Depending on what happens with coronavirus, as far as I know. This is just a quick update of what I know. I mean, obviously, college sports won't be the start until students are able to come back to school. And then also high school and obviously anywhere from K through 12, all their schools are canceled. Most I mean, most states, there's they're, all there's pretty much the semester. I mean, the semester as well as the academic year has been canceled for the entire year so who knows how it's going to be coming into next year if school will continue coming into uh, September so that's going to affect high school sports as well whether that's going to be played on time as well winter sports obviously you know starts up a little bit later they start up in November and December so if I think if football season gets pushed back I think that will be pushed back as well so that will affect you know that you know the high school basketball uh year and how that will start so all that's up in the air but just to get back to what we were saying my mason jackson my pick in, at the small forward spot or the quick forward spot which tommy heisen usually calls it um like i said just a a, a solid wing player he's had a very strong year definitely made his name for himself this year 
able to really lead an undefeated squad and doing pretty much a lot of all the little things as well as scoring and and being one of their top players and leaders on the team. At the two-guard spot, I have another high-riser that was under the radar coming into this year is R.J. Blakeney. reason for that is R.J. Blakeney was in... He pretty much uh, transferred to Lomas uh, Caffey um, early in the year um, from Maryland. So he was originally from Maryland, so he just transferred into this year. Um, his size is 6'5", 174. He's known for his athleticism, very athletic guy. Um, can dunk on you, can get steals, can get blocks. Does all the little things, gives offensive rebounds, putbacks. Just an just active guy out there as well as his ability to handle the ball well and, and get to the rim at will. Um, had a pretty decent season. Um, and just like I said, he's he's definitely getting a lot of love from uh, Division I schools. Um, he just got committed to Dayton. Um, which happened pretty, I uh, happened last year, it happened like in December, November, December. So it happened pretty early in the year and Dayton was able to snag him. So that's a pretty good pickup for Dayton. And as for the point guard position, um, very controversial. There's a lot of guys you can go with at this spot, but I ha- I went with Corey McKeithen from Windsor High School. Um, he's 5'9", I believe he's like 165, 170. He's going to be playing his college basketball at Ryder next year, whenever that starts. Um, pretty much committed there pretty early on. He pretty much had it done probably beginning of, of coming into the year uh, last year before the season started. He committed to Ryder, so... I mean, the Keaton, Corey McKeithen, he's a scorer, um, very good ball distributor, very good ball handler, as well as, you know, his um, his tag team, uh, tag team teammate, um, Primal Spears. So both of them have been the key to what Windsor was able to do in the past couple of years and their winning tradition. Um, it was sad that they weren't, we weren't able to see what they were able to do in the tournament. They were definitely favorites to possibly do something, make some noise in that tournament, but wasn't able to wasn't able to happen. But nevertheless, Corey McKeithen, I would think probably the best guard out there in Connecticut by far, and he showed it. Even though he's five nine, he's pretty much undersized for his position, but he's going to be playing in major Division One basketball. Regardless, so that just tells you the impact that he can bring, even at his small size. All right, so we'll move on to the next state, Massachusetts. Um, at the center position, I have Josh Agrindele. Um, he's 6'10", 255. He might weigh out a little bit more than that in some recruiting sites if you're looking at. You know, all the main ones, 247 Sports and, and, and rivals, of you know, Yahoo affiliate. Um, went to Worcester Academy. The main thing with him, he's a bruiser inside. He's originally from Britain. Um, went to 
Worcester Academy a couple of years ago, and he's he's definitely up got he's definitely gotten better every year. Um, fairly raw coming into the, you know coming into Worcester Academy, but he's definitely every year he's definitely progressed into a better player. And obviously, just his size is just immense. How he can push guys around with his uh, brutal sh- his brute strength. Um, he's gonna be a po- he'll probably be a post up guy. Probably gonna play. A similar position what Luca Garza played for Iowa. Maybe he'll slide into the fourth spot if Luca Garza comes back. Maybe a starter, maybe a bench player, but I think he's big enough to probably play starter to play starter right away as a freshman. But I would say if Luca Garza does go to the NBA, I think I think he'll step right in and play center right away year one. He's that type of talent. Um He's still raw in some other areas. Defensively, he might struggle. But overall, his offensive game is pretty complete. Still working on his jump shot, but I still think he's definitely capable of making jump shots outside. So that's going to be something that he can continue to add to his game as well as his um, inside play. So strong pickup for Iowa. And I think he's probably one of the best big men in, in Massachusetts. It's pretty tough to really find quality High-level big man in Massachusetts, but I think he sticks out as probably one of the best. Um, at the fourth spot, I have Prince Moses, another high riser this year. Was under the radar coming into the year. He's 6'8", 225. Um, he played for Northfield Mont... Mont... I can't even read Mont... I can't read my notes. But Northfield Mont... Vernon? Sorry if I if I messed it up. But, again, he is a guy that's, you know, he's a slasher, can handle the ball well on the perimeter. Um, Defensively, he causes a lot of um, chaos out there defensively. He can get steals, can get blocks, defends multiple positions. Is your prototypical small ball four that you'd probably see in the NBA has that um, size to step right in there and, you know, has, you know, good NBA size, which a lot of guys don't at this level. He he happens to have good NBA size. He can step right in and probably play the three or four position at the next level as well as the collegiate level. So trying to look up where he got committed to. Because I believe he did get a commitment. Prince Moses. Mont Herman is this is his school. It's uh Northfield Mont Herman. And Prince Moses is committed to Brown. I knew he was committed to uh local school, so he got committed to Brown. So it's a good pickup for Brown. Um if any of you guys are interested, I will probably like I said, I'll post all these state teams on the website. If you haven't checked my website out yet, it's called rimsandnets.com. R-I-M-S. I haven't read that in a while, This the plug. R-I-M-S, double N-E-T-S. And again, I'm going to say it again. R-I-M-S, double 
ETS.com. And if you want to search it, Google search it, rims and nets, and sign between it. So these will probably all be on the sites uh, sometime during the week. I don't know when, but it will be on on the website sometime during the week. We'll have all these state teams out as well. As well, if you haven't weren't able to catch it on the podcast, you can catch it on the website. So, so Prince Moses for the four spot. All right. So for the three spot, small four position, I have Sam Stevens, which you can put a lot of guys in this area, but I just thought Sam Stevens did a good job in the public ranks this year to really leading Mansfield to having a big year. I thought Mansfield had a very talented year this year, a uh, very, t- very talented team. Um, they had a few guys that you can look at as guys that were very, that pretty much made their team so successful. I think Sam Stevens was a big part of that, though. He was a leader out there. He, I mean, he's known for his three-point shooting. Um, can rebound well, can do a lot of the little things to make your team win. So at 6'5", 180 is his size. A little bit undersized. If he would have played Division One, which I believe is going to a Division Two school or a lower-end school. So he's six. So, I mean, the main thing with Sam Stevens is that um, like I said, the shooting is definitely the key thing with him, but he also is a pretty, um, smart player overall. He's got a good basketball IQ and then his defense may not be the best, but I still think he's, you know, always in the right position and really, I think Mansfield defensively was really good this year. They were able to get to where they were able to get to because their defense and Stephen Sam Stevens was pretty big. A big part of that. TJ Guy was also a big part of that. And Matt Bowen as well. So all three of those guys were really the key components to that team. They end up losing in the D1 South sectionals to Brockton. So that was... That's excuse me. What am I saying? They, 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 they end up beating Brockton. I thought that they didn't beat Brockton. But they end up losing end up losing to Lynn English that was in the that was in the uh the the final four of all four of those teams in Massachusetts they end up losing to Lynn English so that's my mistake on that um that Lynn English team was a wagon this year as we all know um and Mansfield just fell short against them but I thought they were going to lose to Brockton. I thought Brockton was a very good team this year, and they were, Mansfield did a good job of beating them this year to get to that top four, you know, spot in the state. As they pretty much won the Division One South, so that just shows you how talented Mansfield was, and Sam Stevens was a big part of that. All right, so for the two-guard position, we have, we'll move into the Nepsack, Dalian Johnson. Uh, he played for Philip Extrad Academy. He's six four, one seventy. A strong score. I mean, he his ability to score is pretty much 
bar none. I think he's the best scorer in the state. Like he just is effortless the way he can handle the ball and create opportunities out there. He's, a, he's just a big time playmaker. Um, can get to anywhere he, get, he can get to anywhere he wants to get to out there. Very athletic guy as well. Um, he's just smooth, a smooth basketball player in in pretty much all aspect of his game defensively. Um, he I mean he. He tries out there, but I mean, obviously that's not his strong suit, but I think offensively is where he's incredibly gifted and he's going to make a big impact for Penn State this year as he recruited the Penn State early in the year last year. So I think they could see the talent level. I mean, he's, he's an incredible scorer. Started off in Andover High School, transferred to Phillip Extra last year, played there for, I believe, two years or you know, a year and a half, I believe. So, very, very talented player. I think he's gonna make a huge impact in D one. I think I think he has the it factor that you look for in a in a, in a top end player. He has that. Um, he's definitely recruited in national. Nationally, he's recruited. Uh, nationally, he's pretty much been ranked nationally by ESPN and all those top end, you know, recruiting sites. They all rated him in the ESPN 150 and you know that in the if you look for a 274 sports they have a top 247 he's he's in that list so so yeah so Dalen Johnson look out for him next year for Penn State um and then obviously for the point guard position we have a young guy he's a junior Bensley Joseph he'll be coming to the senior year next year he played for Cushing Academy this year um, he's a six foot guard, lefty. Um, believe he's about one seventy, so he's again a little bit of weight, but you know, decent size for a point guard. Um, very good quickness, can get in the lane at will. Very good slasher, can shoot the ball fairly well. Um, very good court vision, can definitely make plays in transition. Um, very good addition the ball off, you know, when he drives it to the lane, find, you know, his, you know, big men down low. So that is the strong suit with him. Um, and that pretty much rounds up Massachusetts. Um, fairly talented, not as, not as talented as Connecticut, but you got some guys that are going to be playing. At high levels next year with Daly and Johnson. I think Bensley Joseph is getting a lot of love as well as a junior. I think he's going to be probably, you know, he's probably going to be in the top 20, top 15 in my class of uh, top 100 next year for 2021. I think he'll definitely be one of the top guards in that class. So that rounds up Massachusetts. So let's move on to Maine. This guy at um, at the center position, not really well known. Still don't have a lot of footage on him. I was able to find a small clip of him, but really not much on him. All I know, he is an international player that just uh, just came here last year. Uh, plays for Lee Academy at 6'9". Here's Sorrell Giope. As far as I know, that I believe he's he's from France. 
So, like I said, still, you know, raw, raw ability out there. Not the most um, fundamentally sound player yet, but he's getting there. Has good size already. I believe he is a junior, I believe. So, he's still young. Still needs to, you know, fill out. Not the biggest guy, but his potential is high. And that's good. And I just think, you know, play for Lee Academy, obviously, um, which is in that, in the NEPSAC, I think um, they think very highly of him. So so we'll see how he does next, coming into next year. See how he does. But at 6'9", I think he's got good size already for his age. Definitely has some, has a ceiling. But like I said, the clips that I've shown of him, uh, not much, you know, few, um, just uses his length well to, to finish inside and that's not really saying much. So I don't really have much information on him, but I just know that Maine doesn't have a lot of big guys out there. So it was really tough to really find a bigger guy that can kind of fill that five spot for Maine. Um, for the fourth spot, I have Kai Kostmeyer. He's 6'8", plays for Gold Academy. He's like a pick-and-pop guy, can shoot the three ball really well, can handle the ball fairly well from the perimeter, um, can drive all the way through, as well as he can pull up, take runners in the lane. Um, he's, got, he's, got a, he's, got, he's, got, he's got a pretty decent skill set. Um, pretty versatile player. Um, biggest problem with him, he's pretty slow-footed. Not the most quickest guy out there. Average athlete at best. Um, that's probably the one thing that is hurting him. He's a senior right now, so he hasn't been um, committed to any school yet. So we'll have to see w w what direction he would go. But he's he's. I thought he's done really well in Maine so far. And he's been uh, he's been a factor for that Gold Academy squad. So we we'll have to see what happens with his recruitment in the future. But I think he deserves to be recognized as one of the top players in Maine. He's definitely playing at a high level, and he's doing he's playing at a high level against high caliber players. Um, at the three spot, I have Declan Nugent. This year he's kind of been under the radar. I thought uh, coming into the year he would have been a guy that you can count on as one of the better players out there, but still a fairly uh, fairly good prospect in Maine. 6'5", 175, 180, still slim, but you know has good length, can shoot the ball extremely well. I think he's one of the better shooters out there in the state. Um. Like I said, he can get to the rim as well. So very versatile offensive game. Defense still means a concern for him, but offensively he's one of the better offensive players in the state of Maine as he plays for uh, Burnwick Academy. Um, at the two position, I have Bryce Lazier, which won Mr. Basketball Maine, which won the Gatorade Player of the Year in Maine. Um, I think... He deserves to get a lot more credibility than he's getting. I think if you look at the footage on him, 
He is an unbelievable offensive player. He's 6'4", 185. He plays for Hamden Academy. Hamden Academy won the Class A championship. They did end up losing to um, the Class... I believe the Class AA championship. Edward Little in the championship. So they lost to them. But Bryce Lazia was amazing this year. Outstanding score. Um, the key thing with Lazier... Um, he does it all out there. I mean, he's averaging for, he averaged for the year, 26 points per game, seven rebounds per game, five assists per game on average. That's, that's, those are really good averages. Um, the thing with him, when you look at the footage, I mean, he, not only can he create his own shot in all three levels, he's an outstanding shooter. Um, very good passer, very good at. Um, you know, throwing law passes down the court. Very good court vision. Able to find his teammates in the lane. Made very good passes. I, I'm su- I'm honestly surprised he's not even going to a, a high level Division One school or even a lower end Division One school. He decided to go to, I believe, it was a Division Two school, Saint Ansleyum. So that's a a school that I fairly I think is I think is a Division Two school. So. Decided to not go to a Division One school, which I felt like he was good enough to play in a Division One school. So, I don't know. I, I, kid's amazing. I mean, you seen the footage of him. I know it's not against extremely high level talent, and you know Maine is not the most talented pool of players. But I think it's it's not really the worst either. I mean, I think Maine had a very good season. Uh, this year with a lot of high-level teams, so they were f- pretty fairly talented. Um, so Bryce Lazier, I just think maybe down the road, I think he could play in Division Two, uh, Division One down the road because I just think he's too good enough to to not play. You know, to really test his ability to play at a high level school in college because he's he I think he's good enough I think if it I think this will be a test for him this year if he absolutely dominates at St. Elzium and he's making the pretty much the statistics that he's putting out right now in high school I think he'll make the jump in D1 in his sophomore year or possibly his junior year because I think he's he's really good I think he has a chance to really be really good to probably play professional ball one day. He's that talented. May not be the NBA, but probably somewhere in Europe somewhere. Maybe the EuroLeague or, or any of those um uh those leagues overseas. So and he he has a, he has a, I'm I'm just gushing about him because I just I I, I was impressed to see the skill set that this kid has at at his age. And I, did, I just think he's not getting the credibility he deserves because he played in a state that isn't really recognized for, you know, basketball overall. It just really isn't a basketball hotbed. So, and I just think, you know, with him, Maine is definitely, um, their talent level is definitely getting better. I would say I would never imagine a guy like, a prospect like him coming out of Maine and there's a few other guys that are that look good in Maine this year, but I think he just stood out before anyone that I looked at. You know, obviously according to you know uh, 
this guy didn't play for the Nepsack. He didn't play against those type of players. So he maybe should have. It would have probably helped his recruitment out. If he would have played well in the Nepsack, I think that would have helped him out significantly on possibly being a more better prospect nationally or respected nationally because he just wasn't recruited like I thought it would have been. I mean, I could probably check the offers right now um, if he does have a recruiting page. Last time I checked, I don't think he did. But let me check it real quick. Guys, check check Bryce Lazier out. I mean, very talented kid, man. Doesn't look, you know, very intimidating. He does wear uh, goggles when goes old school with the Horace Grant goggles. But kid is an outstanding offensive player. And like us, like I thought, I, he does not have a recruiting page. So a lot of that might be on him too. I mean, a lot of it, it just takes you just signing up for those pages putting yourself, you know, getting a profile on those pages, getting a hurdle page. Hurdle page definitely is definitely good to recognize, get yourself recognized. So a lot of that could be just him himself, but can't argue with the, the, the accolades. All Maine, all state, Mr. Basketball Maine. Um, I think he was all state last year. Um, he had a strong career for Hamden Academy and I think he's definitely one of the guys that just isn't getting a lot of credit. Um, it was either him or Aiden Carpenter, which Aiden Carpenter, I believe. I heard I heard rumors that he wasn't even playing in Maine this year, um, but he played in two schools in Maine. You know, the past two years, he played for Hyde, he played for Lee Academy. Um, but I chose Bryce Lazier more because I think Bryce Lazier is just a much better offensive player overall than, than Aiden Carpenter. Aiden Carpenter is a better prospect than Bryce Lazier. I think Aiden Carpenter is going to, uh, yeah, he's going to Siena next year. So he's getting a little bit more love than Bryce Lazier got in, in Maine. But that just tells you the difference. If you don't play for the uh, Nepsack school in Maine, you're not going to get, you're not going to get national, um, credibility for playing in Maine, even if it's the highest level in Maine, which I thought that he play, uh, Bryce Lazier played in the highest level in Maine, still wasn't getting enough credibility. So that's just how the cookie crumbles. All right, so we'll move from point guard, in, um, which which he, uh, Mikey West is the guy, I would say. Um, stood out to me as one of the better point guards in Maine. Um, at six one, very good slasher. Um, very good. Um, very good ability to to get in the lane and and create havoc. And he's a very good ball distributor. True point guard out there, but also can score as well. Um, fairly good defensive player isn't isn't all that isn't all that special but he's you know he's definitely respectable on the, on that end of the floor a little bit undersized six one 
think he's about 175, I believe, 180. So could get a little stronger, but, you know, fairly good size. Played for Lee Academy. Played with uh, Aiden Carpenter. So and that was a strong back with him and Aiden Carpenter. Um, had a lot of success. I believe they... I believe, I believe they won the NEPSAC one, you know, believe it was either last year or the year before. So he definitely has, you know, some experience of playing in big games as point guard for those teams. So, and he did commit to uh, Bethune-Cookman. So that's uh, an HBC school, HBCU uh, college. Historic Black College. All right, so that rounds up Maine. As we're heading to the 40-minute spot. All right, so we're going to take a break. We're going to give you the New Hampshire squad. We're going to give you the Vermont squad. We'll give you the Rhode Island squad. And plus, we'll give you the all-New England squad. So we're going to take another break. We'll be right back with the rest of the all-state teams. Uh, once again, you're listening to the Runes and S podcast. Your host, Rob Morris. We'll be right back. <laughs> 